All right, Mr. Star City, I started following you on Instagram. Actually, I'm going to ask you. Uh, you look remember, at this smile. Look at my remember, smile. Pardon? Look at my smile. It won't go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember why I started following you on Instagram? No, but I hope it's not embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. I met you um, in Brooklyn. Right, do right, you right. remember? Yes, I met you. I was going to my friend's. Um, he was hosting a party on a rooftop. Williamsburg Hotel? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. It was the Williamsburg Hotel, and I said I liked your jacket. That's right, that's right, for <laughs> sure. That's how we met, off that's of a jacket. How we met. And then we added each other on Instagram. That's right. And, and got to know each other, and here we are in your beautiful gallery, your beautiful show, in L.A. In L.A. We met in Brooklyn, <laughs> New York, and now we're in L.A. at Ivy Gallery. Yes. Incredible. I know. Okay, so I actually didn't know what to expect um, when I got here. Right. Uh, I follow you on Instagram. I'm familiar with your works. Um, I just love the energy and love that you you uh, project right. into the world. And I really loved getting to know the story behind your, your art, especially in this collection, and hearing the story of your brother. So I'm going to let you unpack that, but uh, first... I'd like you to read the poem that you read um, at the beginning of the show. All right, the poem is called Fractured. It's written by me, David, Mr. Star City White. My mother called me Davido. I'm going to say David because when you read it, that's what you might say, but it's pronounced David. Um, it's called Fractured, and it goes, Five score years ago, we were left to die, avoiding blood fires on our journey, hidden in plain sight, feeling blind and broken, guided by the universe through the twilight, dreaming with the earth, bathing in its ripples, staring with a thousand eyes, tossed into a world of confusion, hidden by mad, scratching thoughts out of our heads, trying to escape. We were fractured, piecing ourselves back together, made us powerful, fractured. That's the poem. I know I've only read it two times, but every time I hear it, I get, I get shivers, and this time, the shivers came from a state of knowing what's behind it and understanding all of these pieces of art around me. And I'd love to share that journey with, with our viewers. So your brother inspired this exhibit. Yes, he did. He's a very powerful figure in your life. My idol. Tell me about him. He's a great guy. He's like um, the, the oldest out of 19 brothers and sisters, the leader of our tribe. Um, it just so happens that one one day, one evening, my brother was a victim of gun violence. And from that evening on, it changed the mentality of my brother, his temperament, and um, his mental state. And from there, my brother developed PTSD from being caught in this whirlwind of confusion and violence and trying to find himself again which led him to schizophrenia, which is the state my brother is in now and we are currently healing him from. Talk me through that journey. We talked a lot about your family banding together to, to help your brother get to the space that he's in now. Um, tell me about that process and what you learned. The process was really hard. It was very dark. Um, some points was light. The thing with being dealing with mental illness is that you, the world don't, when someone is mentally ill in your household, you don't know 
if it was if what their actions are real or fake because we are all actors end of the day so you're trying to figure out if this person is just going over the edge just playing around or is this person seriously is there something seriously wrong so trying to figure out that out navigate through um when you know the differences of when someone is really acting out or really having mental problems is hard but my family we band together for my brother to unite. I mean, we band together and we united for him to help him with healing because my family's big on healing and big on um, sacrificing themselves for each other. It's a huge family. I come from my grandmother. I have 64 grandkids. My brother is the oldest of them all. And we're very rooted in being there for each other, supporting each other. So it's been a long journey, yeah, for sure, to try to help heal my brother. How did he develop the PTSD? He got shot one day, and then he got into the streets for revenge. And then within the revenge of going back and forth with drama, watching his back, um, being on point, which we call in the street for rivals, um, it led my brother into a, a super paranoid state of mind. And that super paranoid state of mind slipped him into schizophrenia, and he's been healing ever since. So, yeah, it, it started in the streets. It started from being in the streets. I want to get back to your brother's story just a bit, but I want to know more about your story. Where did you start out? What do you mean? I came you... out my mother. I know you came out <laughs> your mother. Well, I actually, the reason I ask you this it's because after we met, I remember you sent me an article about you. Right. And you're like, here's everything about me. I don't like right, cause, about yeah, it. So I don't because know me. Let me tell you, let me tell you this. I don't like as far as like on camera and um maybe it's a thing of being figured out too much, you know. It's like I like the right, but like um when articles or on camera it's cool, but it's like it's like you you're exposing too much. Mm -hmm. Like no one would see my hand movements or my my gestures or when I'm trying to really think about what I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. I like to think to my person in my personal space and write it out. Yeah. But that's what allows me to be vulnerable. Most people are upfront and on camera, and, that, right. and since that upfrontness is there, they're fronting. Mm -hmm. Me sitting back to myself and having to articulate my words correctly before I present it, it allows me to be vulnerable and, and inside of myself than outwards. So when I sent you that article, I was basically saying, here it go without me having to like boast myself up, yeah. you know? So that's why I did it like that. But yeah, um, I started in the street doing street art. What I basically was trying to do, I didn't start doing street art, I was always an artist, but street art allowed me to put my voice on the streets and touch more people quicker than before I was able to release this energy and these ideas into a gallery. So on the streets, I was basically just trying to change people's moods give them direction or love the same way I do with my writings and captions on Instagram. I just want people to feel love because people forgot how it felt and they forgot how to give it also. So me showing how to give love allows people to keep that love that I give them moving. And then it's the same as when you smile at somebody at the beginning of the day, they go on with their day smiling. And that's, that's just how it is. It's just like we all network. We are ne a network of humans that are connected, and we need to respect that and understand that my love is your love, and you're going to keep that love flowing. And that's what I'm here to do: produce love and to keep it moving. 
You said that people forgot how to love, and I very, very much agree with you. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first time that you that you felt that that you had the realization inside of you, and you were like, "Wow, people have forgotten how to love," and and I want to share that energy with them to inspire them to to feel that again. Yeah, the the reason why I knew that people forgot because I forgot. It was like a, it was, it was my own internal insight and reflection that, or f reflective thought that was like, oh snap, you don't know. First of all, I didn't know how to love. Um, and that's, that's not saying that my family didn't love me or my family didn't have love. It's me personally, I didn't know how to distribute my love. And, and that, that goes back to me having my first, um, the first woman in my life, I felt unappreciated, appreciated appreciated and that made me see change the way I view love and I had to get back to the origin of that problem the genesis of that problem to to set myself free enough to not lock my love away because she f forced that upon me or caused that action on me I knew how to love up until I loved someone you understand? Like family love is separate. Mother love, your love for your father is separate from when you love someone outside of your household. And then that love can, can alter the way you think about love and how you use love. So I, when I met her, she, she, was, she was not good for me. And it changed the way I, I distributed my love. And then as I got older, I met someone that taught me how to love again. And then I, I, re, I relearned how to love, and then I distributed it differently. Do you find that people have a hard time accepting love? Yeah, because they're scared, just like I was. That's why I blocked it off. But then I had to learn, and which you also will have to learn, that you have to give this love to receive the love. You have to learn that blocking off the love blocks off the love that you can receive also. So we have to open the doors to let love in and so love could flow out. It's the same as a window. It's the same as a door. You have to keep the air flowing. The love has to keep moving so we can all feel in our, at our best and in our greatest glory. That's the way to love. Love is for only that. Love is a common theme in a lot of the artworks that you share on Instagram. It's a common theme along with empowerment in, in this show that we are sitting in the middle of. Mm -hmm. Talk me through um, some of the reactions that people have had to the, to the gallery. I know after you walked me through, uh, you did a little interview with me. Right, right, right. What, what does it feel like to hear firsthand, right away, from people um, about what they've taken away? I imagine it's all very different, but but the same in a way. Right. What happens is people come to the show, their first instinct is, I see the art, which is anybody who walks into a gallery, museum, anywhere where art is displayed. They come in, they see it, but one thing everyone has the same um, insight is that they feel power. They feel, they feel some type of energy within the works. And that was the point of that because the, the reason I, you see and feel the energy is because I possessed it and pushed it there. So when you, when you come into this room, you see the energy, then I speak to you about the energy, and that causes people to either cry, reflect, um, have a fuller understanding of not only the room of work, but 
themselves and how they should treat others. It's kind of like a, it's like a class on how to be a human. And it's crazy that I take someone who has schizophrenia and PTSD and that one subject teaches people how to love and to have compassion. That's what this room is about. Unity, love, compassion, family, togetherness. That's what this room is about. And healing. Because even I had to heal. When I locked myself off, it's because I was hurt. And yeah, you have to learn how to heal. You have to heal so you can open the door. That's the only way you're going to get out. Yeah, for sure. At the beginning of the podcast, you said that your brother is your idol. And this show started uh, when you didn't, you didn't know where he was for seven months. Yes. What did that feel like for you? It felt sickening. The same as anyone when your child is missing. It's not my child, but he's my blood. And if I read a note on the wall that says child missing since 2016, I worry, even though I don't know that child. We, I'm trying to explain to people that we are, when I say we are one thing, it's a real thing. If you came to me and you said to me, Star, my mother is sick, I automatically have compassion and feel a way. It's not my mother, it's your mother. But your mother is my mother. You understand? Through energy and just love and respect for one another. And that's what we have to, we have to have that understanding through that energy and love and respect that we are all one thing because that's the energy we are throwing and it's coming through each other. Yeah. Tell me about your brother's reaction when he saw the show for the first time. He never seen the full show. What happened is this. What my brother did see Mm -hmm. was the first painting. Okay. What he did see was the first series of paintings because my brother was there. Mm -hmm. He was the inspiration of it. When I wrote the poem, I wrote the poem for my brother to send it to him while he was arrested, while he was uh, uh, locked away. He was, he was homeless and he was missing for them seven months. He called my mother from jail. My mother was surprised and happy because she found her son. While she, he was in jail, she called me and said, I found your brother, he's in jail. I said, wow, all for the blessing of him being found, I wrote this poem. That poem was supposed to have been slipped into the mailbox and sent to him which I do to all my friends who are incarcerated. I write them letters or whatever. So, but instead my mother said, he'll be home in two weeks. I said, okay, I'll hold a letter, but when he get home, send him to me so I can help try to heal him and comfort my brother. She sent him to me and when he get into my place, I became so inspired by him. I started creating. So he seen the first probably eight paintings before my father said, I have this land in North Carolina, send your brother down here, we're gonna take care of him there, here. So when my brother left to go to North Carolina, I finally gave him the note, but the poem. And each line from the poem became a painting in his room. This whole room is one poem to my brother. That's so powerful. Are you gonna get him down here to see it? I'm gonna try to get him down here before closing night, for sure. That's gonna be so special. It is, oh my goodness. I can't wait, actually. Can't wait for him to see it. <laughs> the energy, I, I can only imagine the energy. It's going to be amazing. Yes, he's a great guy, too. He's a script writer. He's a, he's a um, musician. 
Um, my brother has big ambition, but he just got caught up early into gun violence. And that slowed him down and stopped him from even being able to live out them dreams he had. He wrote my first rhyme. Nobody knows this. Wow. He was my first ghostwriter. When I first began rhyming, he wrote a rhyme for me and him. He said, let's be rappers. He dreaded my hair. He took my hair from a flat top. He sat me between his legs and twisted my hair into these locks. That's my idol. He had locks, I wanted them. I said, Let me, you could do that to me? He said, yeah, I could do it. And he did it for me. Wow. That's my big brother. I love him. I love him too now, just hearing. You see how that love move? No, pay attention. Yeah. She loves my brother now. Or for just my conversation about him and my love for him. You love him. Energy. We have to start respecting how much energy love draws towards and from. We got to respect it. Hmm? You mentioned your brother's ambition and you, I think you, you live and you feed off of that same ambition. I mean, just by seeing this incredible work around us. Don't cry. I'm not going to cry. I see you about to cry because I'm about to cry. Don't, don't play cry. with me. Don't I got cry. this. I got this. <laughs> and we talked about you. Um, you growing up, you were a musician. You did street art. Now we're sitting on Melrose Avenue. On Melrose. Your art is surrounding us. And one of the greatest galleries, IV Gallery. Let's not forget that. They took me on, showed me so much love, courted me, brought me here, figured out how we can display this make this beautiful um yeah you want to get you want to have a beautiful show you come to ivy gallery they got you your story is so inspirational i think to artists all across across the board sitting here and looking back can you pinpoint that one thing that has driven you all these years and has been able to foster you in order to get to this space i'm gonna tell you the honest truth me and my brothers in the street, we did a lot of street things. But in my heart, I always knew I was not that. I've had that same mask that my brother is wearing today in his illness with a sane mind. When I knew that this wasn't right for me, I separated myself and just took the mask off and went straight to being in love with me and the world. It got me in trouble because I was just too much in love, just love, love, love. I still, to this day, I love, love. I, I, no one's going to tell you they love you more than me. That's the truth. Even if I don't know you, as soon as I meet you, I say I love you because that's how we should initially conduct information and transfer it. That's how we should do it. We should start off with I love you because then it allows some respect to be there because if I, if I don't say I love you, then you could violate me any way you want. But if I say I love you, it's a contract of me, me having respect for you, you have respect for me. So I had to open up entirely to bring myself to this point right here, and I had to be vulnerable. And just by me saying I love you, it's me being vulnerable. Because some people are too hard for that. Mm -hmm. 
I don't want to. I don't want you to be hard around me. Vulnerability is so important. Yes, it is. So important when you think about a lot of different aspects, not just success, but it's just important to be vulnerable and to experience things in life. Right, right, right. This is what got me here. This, my experience in life. I would not be able to paint this if I didn't have this experience. I wouldn't be able to have truth. This is not a art show. This is a story of someone's life shared with someone that loved them. So this is not just art. This is, this is an overcoming. That's what it is. I love that so much. So I follow you on Instagram. Your hashtag is Mr. Star City. Right, right. right. I got that right, right. Right, right. <laughs> My at is MR Star City. Yep. So, and, and I just need to tell everyone, as soon as you follow Mr. Star City, he will tell you that he loves you. And it comes from <laughs> the bottom of his heart. It really, really does. He means it. Yeah, I mean right? it. You said sure. that to me, I think, just shortly after. Like, yeah. I love you. Yeah. It, it throws people off. It, it, throw it me off But I'm going to tell you why, though. Yeah. They're not used to receive yeah it's crazy it's so crazy to me how people don't have no attachment to it me i just i love you because i'm signing my contract from this day forth you will be in my heart i will pray for you if i say i love you i pray every day in my meditation in any type of way friends dm me text me you see mine when yeah. i repost you see when I repost on my, people love love. They just don't know how to give it or get it. But they love it, and that's why I give it to them. Yeah, everyone deserves this. They deserve me. 100%, I can attest to that. Everyone deserves to have you in their life, and if not you physically, somebody like you. Right, for sure, for sure. All right. I want everyone to come and see this gallery. It, was, it is so inspiring. I've said that so many times. Mm -hmm. How long are you showing for? The show was initially from August 13th, I think, to the October 13th. August 23rd to October 13th. It got extended. We here to yeah. November 13th, baby. Amazing. Whoever's out there, if you want to come by and you want to get this story, this is not a normal show. Matter of fact, let me reverse this role. And let me ask her, because she witnessed the walkthrough, she went through the walkthrough, let me ask you, what do you want to tell your viewers about this show and why they should come see this show? So this story, this story we know the story is about your brother, but I told you right after the show, this story is about everyone. Yeah. And you really do have, you do get shivers, the chills. Every, every time you move on to the next line of the poem, the next painting, the next activation, and, and then we get to the end where we see the video of your brother and yeah. your family on the farm. And this is the story of every family in, in one form or another. Right. And I think everybody can relate and take something very powerful away from this. It, it made me think about something that happens in my day-to-day -day life in a very different way. Right. And that was something I wasn't expecting coming in here, and I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you would like to experience that, <laughs> then you come to IV Gallery and you check this show out that's called Fractured, for sure. Thank you so much for being on the pod. Wait, so I don't get to do the, um, 
um, Tinder or lyrics. Of course, I watch it. What do you think? I don't watch a show. I Bro, that's why we got it in it. Let me explain something to y'all also. This show is not about um, schizophrenia or just PTSD. This show is about unity. It's about love. It's about um, family and how we should advance together. It's about um, empowerment. And um, it's just, it's, it's about you coming to see this for yourself, man. That's what it's about. This show is beautiful. How about that? I love that. I love you. I love you. <laughs> okay, so we actually stopped the podcast. Yep. And then I got in trouble for not doing the Tinder game. <laughs> I was like, why am I not getting the, yeah, Tinder, where's game? the Tinder game? Because we got so deep. Like, we almost cried during the podcast, first of all. That's and for I was sure. like, I don't want to change the vibe. I don't want to change the mood. But you want to do the Tinder game. I want the Tinder I'm game. I'm very excited about this. Give me the Tinder game. Also, I was ready. So. Let's get this you Tinder ready? game on. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so for people who don't know, this game is called Tinder DMs or Song Lyrics. Right. And I'm going to read either Tinder DMs that I've received or song lyrics, right. which are usually Drake song lyrics. Okay. <laughs> and you have to guess. I got you. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Want to hook up? Tinder DM. Obviously. Duh. That was an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was worth it. That's a lyric. Okay, you're right. From where to now. But can I say why I think that was yeah, a lyric? Yeah, say it. I think that was a lyric because that means something happened. That's true. And you're not letting in nothing happen. <laughs> How do you know, though? We'll find out. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Okay, ready? Some dudes used to laugh at me. Lyric. Yeah, how did you know? I'm just, I just figured that, ain't, I'm not demon. I'm not telling somebody who laughed at me. That's true, that's true. You feel me? All right. Cuban, but born and raised in New York. That is definitely a DM. Somebody's putting you on to who, <laughs> what they got going on. <laughs> Cuban, but born and raised in New York. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, next one. <laughs> she I might know. skip this one. I was skipping that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was going to skip that one. Even better than J-Lo. Whoa. That's a lyric. No, Tinder DM. Really? Yeah. Dan thinks I'm even better than J-Lo. Wow. <laughs> what was it? What was this? What was it? What was that about? What was better than J-Lo? He said, um, hold on. Glad we matched. Um, you're even better than J-Lo. He just said that? Yeah, I don't know. He's a weirdo. <laughs> Don't, Sorry, Dan. Yeah, whatever, Dan. Don't <laughs> be just coming out of nowhere. You're, you didn't even know why. You just said that. Well, you don't think I'm better than J-Lo? No, but I'm just saying, what's the context? Like, why you just say that? Is it your face? Is it your body? Is it like, did, he spoke to J-Lo? He hung out with J-Lo? That's not <laughs> How what does I'm he know? He doesn't even know J-Lo. How does he know? He doesn't know. That's my point. 
It's true. 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 Well, we should ask him after this. Well, so what am I? What? What? what I, I, I failed once or twice. Hmm? What was you it? failed once. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the best score anyone has ever gotten you on this lying. game. No, you're the winner. Yeah. I was born that way, though, if you didn't yeah. know. I'm, I'm just, just let me explain to y'all. I was born to win, and you were too. Big bless.